0: Real talk. Real talk.
1: Real talk. Real talk.
2: Hello, it's Friday. Happy, happy Friday. It's a great day. Fantastic day. And if it isn't one for you, then hopefully by the end of this podcast, it will be. Maybe you'll laugh. Definitely not going to cry. I can promise you that. There ain't no question on here that can make you cry. Well, maybe not. But for the most part, nothing's going to make you cry. Great day. Tomorrow's the beginning of the weekend. Actually, at 5 o'clock for most of us, the weekend begins. and That's pretty dang great. Not that I don't love my job. I do love my job. But I love the weekends. Yeah. You know, I appreciate this job. Me too. Oh, what am I... I got to take this thingy off. (laughs) Excuse me. I know. I got this little... I know if it's like a new style. What?
0: I know if it's like a new style or something. It's not a style. Okay, Okay. I'm
2: taking this thingy off. And the reason I'm wearing this stupid thing is because... Yeah. I'm an idiot. And when I say I'm an idiot, I mean sincerely, I'm I'm a dumb... I'm dumb as a box of rocks sometimes. (laughs) So I have my living... My... um, you know what we had our ceilings redone in our house yeah. because of the the hurricane and everything so the living room ceiling had to be replaced our bedroom ceiling had to be replaced and the guys that came in they were such great guys oh they were they were such sweet guys and um they didn't speak English very well so i think there was a miscommunication with one another okay but they were like i love them like i thought to myself i'm going to be sad when i don't see them anymore i only had them with me for a week but I loved them. They were great people. Not a lot of exchanges and communication, but just good people. Um, but I told them, it's like they were slipping and sliding all over the plastic when they were bringing it in. I was like, don't do not do that. Don't worry about it. I'll clean up the floor. Little did I know what I was saying. Because, mm. like, plaster everywhere on my wood floor. Ugh. I was on my hands and knees. Now, Bill ended up saying, guys, clean this floor up, which I told them it wasn't their their, it wasn't their fault. I made sure he knew it wasn't their fault, but he's like, "Pick up that floor." There's only so much you can do. Mm. I was on my wood floor, like this yep. and like this, yep. on my hands and my knees, on my butt, with a toothbrush and a brush cleaning my wood floor. Yeah. Days. So needless to say, my massage person, she <laughs> tortured me yesterday. I bet. Huh?
0: I bet. She's yeah. a torturer. She
2: said, there's a muscle here. Yeah. Like, right yeah. here. Yeah. Which I thought is, I thought it was the ball from sitting like oh, this yeah, yeah. on my hand. She goes, actually, it is. But I shortened because it was so many days of sitting there for hours. Yeah. Like, I'd come home or whatever every night. Mm-hmm. I'm coming when I didn't do podcasts or whatever. Every minute that I had extra, mm-hmm. I'm sitting with my hand like this. She said, you shorten your muscle. It can happen really fast. So that muscle has shortened. Like a, this hurts. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like people. People. If people want to put stuff down on your floor and they're taking your ceiling <laughs> out, let them do it. I was worried about their safety. Safety first. Mm-mm. Don't worry about their safety. Yeah. Don't. They do it all the time. They're not going to hurt them. Like the guys on stilts in my yeah. bedroom. Yeah. Like
0: yeah. Like good. on that
2: plastic. No, I was like, "No, not on my watch. Yeah. Dude, I'll clean my floor." Yeah. But apparently He's on those things all the time. Yeah, He's true. on the plastic with him all the time. He can have, absolutely handle himself. But in the meantime, like the ball of my hand mm-hmm. is so sensitive. And yesterday, I prayed it off. I've, I've been dealing with it for several weeks now. Yeah. I prayed it off. It was finally gone. And then I worked, went and worked out. And my faith wasn't enough for me to be able to work out <laughs> and and be healed all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So needless to say, I went to the massage, massage person yesterday And she's like, listen, it's, it, it'll go away But you yeah. literally So I have an ice pack to stick on my arm and everything But you just saw my little hand thingy Because my hand feels fantastic in this thing Like yeah. like this part of my hand yeah. does not It's super sensitive yeah. So like if yeah. something hits it yeah. Like right now, that hurts <laughs> But if I had that little black thing on I wouldn't feel a thing You know what, Hope? You be you, put it on I don't like that. <laughs> like last night, even Tom's like, "What's up with the hand?" Because I don't do that yeah, at yeah, all. I know. I, know, I, I know. like. I haven't even taken aspirin for it, right? Or ibuprofen. I've been standing in faith. Yeah. My faith is dwindling, <laughs> friends.
0: <laughs> my
2: hand hurts. Yeah. But I'm. Not, I still. I keep speaking to it every day. It's on my list of things that I pray over every day. Mm-hmm. I believe that I receive when I prayed, and I, It mm-hmm. keeps getting better. Then it reverts. Like, Satan's stealing from me, people. Mm. Mm-mm. 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 Not for long. Nope, not for long. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of mad about it because normally I like see my results pretty dang quick. Mm-hmm. Something's something's not connecting. I don't like that. Something's not connecting. So, mm. but we'll fix that. So, when I what enough about me, <laughs>
0: let's hear about you. Okay, T- tell us what can we do, girl. All right. So, as always, if you're on Facebook, we need you to like and share. You don't have to add anything. You can just literally click share and then click, yep, right now, go to my page. It's perfect if you have a business page or something else and you want to share to that, you can share to a page. So many options on Facebook. You know, we, As much as we have a love-hate relationship, that's where people are at right now, so we'll spread it while we can. Um, You can also subscribe. And so yesterday and in a replay, we went over how to subscribe and make sure that all your notifications were turned on. So if it's a little confusing, you can take your time and kind of walk through the steps slowly. You can open up a separate browser too and kind of do it that way, or watch it on your phone and do it on your computer. Then you don't have to worry about it. Once it's set up, you can do it uh, for the TLP, you can do it for Foundation Church, And you'll have everything um, notifying you whenever we go live or anything like that. Um, And obviously commenting, Logan loves having the conversations back and forth. And I hop on where I can. And then we have YouTube. You can also comment on um, YouTube and you can subscribe on YouTube. Rumble, we have um, a great following over there. We have Sean on right now. Hey, Sean. And you can follow on there. You can like on there and comment. And of course, always you can share the link. Of Rumble, anywhere you want an email and a text message on Facebook, um, Black Robe as well. You can comment and share and do all those things. Um, and you guys all know we have our mar- merch now. We have our mug, and it's available at foundationchurchfl.com. And you just click shop, and you'll find the other two merch um, available there too. There's a QR code that brings you directly to the mug. Then we have the UBU. Like I was just telling Hope, I think she should be wearing her shirt today to remind her to be UBU. I would almost put it on.
2: But my girlfriend, Millie, who's a River Costa Rica, she got me this shirt. I I love love that. Look at Look how cute. And the color is
0: like. It's Hope Hotline. It's Hope Hotline. She's sweet, girl. We're okay with that today. Yep. Um, so we have the QR code, for, that'll bring you directly there. Or again, you can just go to foundationchurchfl.com and click on shop. And our last but not definitely not least, we have our spoon, multi-purpose. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> and so again, you can just you can scan the QR code. Again, if you don't know how to do it, you just open up your camera and you point it directly at the QR code. It will pull up a link and then you click on the link and it'll bring you right there um and then hope coming to you we've got send in your questions ask hope at the hope hotline.com we got some new ones today that i'm going to be sending over to hope some good questions um you're sending me over some I questions got, I, well i have one from a, a new friend and so she just sent it this morning so i have to is send is it a that friend to that you. attends
2: the church or up north
0: um it is not necessarily a personal friend but i say friend because she comes to foundation church so she's a sister in christ
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, so
0: I don't really know her, but I... Oh, you don't know no, her? No, I don't know her. Um, I've probably <clears> seen her face, but she had a couple good questions for you. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'll gladly take them. So anybody else, send your questions in, and that's it for... Oh, I do have one more thing. Oh, yeah, please. Um, Share. Last but not least, we had a special guest yesterday that we forgot to talk no, about. No, it
2: wasn't yesterday. It was Wednesday.
0: <laughs> a Wednesday. We had Ross.
2: Ross from <laughs> France. <from> Friends. <laughs> <laughs> put that back on <laughs> Ross from Friends <laughs> we had a special guest appearance of Ross Geller we didn't from even
0: introduce Ross
2: <laughs> David Schwimmer was with us people on, on look Wednesday
0: at, look at that similarity.
2: sitting right there next to Tracy <laughs> i kept all
0: of us on i i kept the, <laughs> i kept the color difference just so we can see mild mild color difference <laughs> you can see hope and the knee and uh, even vanessa our, our uh-huh. puerto rican <laughs> and there is a cool listen
1: yesterday Christmas- Good morning, huh. my little tangerine. <laughs> and I was like, "Is it that bad?" All you ain't he no tangerine. Could do was laugh. Yeah. Do you, all you can laugh. Listen, uh-huh.
2: you're not tangerine. That's oh, I, I kid you not. At <laughs> all. Oh. Okay, so tell him what happened, Logan. Tell him what happened.
1: I um had a maternity photo shoot yesterday with Miss Laura Sigley, and I thought I wanted to be tan. Because mm-hmm. um, I've lost a lot of my color since not working outside, um, yes. totally forgetting that most of the almost all of the pictures are gonna be in black and white too. So like the <laughs> spray tan didn't even matter in the first place. Are you kidding me? Nope. So I went into Zoom Tan. Shout out. <laughs> um, said, you might not want to <laughs> shelp them out.
2: Okay. Like, Did you just not see Ross Geller? <laughs> Don't shout them out.
1: So she said, do you want dark, darker, or darkest? And I thought I was totally playing it safe going darker, like level two. And um, I paid $5 extra to get the instant. Oh. <laughs> I did watch Shirley instant. Lee Orange.
2: It was, so, you were not orange, girl. Was, like, I'm just saying, you and your husband... We're the same skin color tone. And listen, like I said, black is beautiful, so I'm totally fine with that. You Make a hot black girl. But you're fading. You're fading, thank sister. You
1: Jesus. What is that? I said, thank you, Jesus. I just, yeah. you know. I oh, told my gosh. Tracy the power of a shower.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. So let me ask you this. Like, when you get really tan, mm-hmm. do you get, like, do you get so tan that you, like, some people can get so tan that they have that nice, well, I mean, it's it's borderline between being red, like somebody who's mixed, mm-hmm. you know? I will,
1: I will find a picture for you because that, believe it or not, five, six years ago, I would have loved that color on me. I would have thought I was. The bomb. Yes. <laughs> bomb like, diggity. My peak Jersey Shore days. I wanted to achieve that color.
2: Oh heck yeah! That's a, they mm-hmm. all do. Hey, but the, the thing is, is like you, you literally don't know. Like Vanessa, you know she's Hispanic, right? You look at her and she goes, "It's all of complexion. It's, mm-hmm. it's beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. a beautiful brown." You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got, you got blacky over there. Like Logan, <laughs> holy crap! Like you were black.
1: Yeah.
2: They look great. Thanks. You got. I mean, you could go either way. Not me. Like, when I get tan, I burn, I freckle. Mm. It's not attractive. You, on the other hand, get that, like, you didn't even look Italian. You just went straight for African American. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Which, hey, listen, I love the Italian skin t- c- color, too, I because dang, man. Yeah, I, I'm so great. pale. I yeah. You know, you always want what you, you can't have. Yeah, true, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Do like blonde remember? and blue-eyed and freckled. It's, it's okay, but man, to be you know. to have that golden, beautiful, mm-hmm. olive skin. Like, I think it's so, it I don't know. Beautiful. I long mm-hmm. for it, but I don't have it.
1: Um, do you remember the Seinfeld episode where Kramer was dating a black girl? Yes. He fell asleep in the tanning bed yes, and then went you. to go meet
2: the parents and he was black-faced. Yes. That was you, girl. That was me. Oh, my that's God. a funny one. You can't get away with that nowadays. Not because people are so, like, not because, like, people are of all races. It's not the people that are all races that are so hypersensitive to it. It's the people that are policing you saying that. Do you know what I'm (laughs) saying? Like, Mm -hmm. most people don't have a prejudice bone in their body. They really don't care. Like, they don't care about skin color. They don't even care about, like, there's not really much they care about. It's the people that are trying to make people have a wedge between them, that they are the ones that care. They're, they're propagating it. Because mm-hmm. most people really, like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I mean, back in my – now, I live in Whiteyville. Like, this area is Whiteyville, right? Mm-hmm. It really is. It is. Yes. Yeah. So, when I moved here, I thought, dear God, where did I move to? Because I was so – it was like, D.C. is a melting pot. Yeah. Every nationality, mm-hmm. every culture – Everything is there. right? Um, Like, it's a little New York, right? I was considered white in New York. Yeah, I would see that. I can see that. Totally. In your neighborhood, 100%. But, like, you move down here and you don't have a lot of cultures. But still, I mean, back in my day, people didn't really care about color. They didn't really care about anything. Like, what you said, everybody kind of laughed. Nobody was wearing their, like... Feelings on their shoulders or, like, Mm -hmm. every nothing was so ready to be offended. We kind of just, like, everybody knew that nobody meant it. And it was just funny. It was, like, not a big big deal. Nowadays, even I think people are still that way to a certain extent. But people that are trying to cause problems make it seem like that's not the case. And they're the ones to perpetuate, like, the – I just read something from – I can't remember – it was, it's a comedian. He, ba- he basically said free speech is free speech. Mm-hmm. It's not based on what you eliminate and make it be, you know, yeah. it, it, it's either all or nothing is mm-hmm. basically yeah. what he was saying. Because yeah. comedians can't even joke around anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm, ta- I'm talking about this guy's Italian. Mm-hmm. He can't even make jokes about white people. Right. Come on. Are right. you kidding yeah. me? Mm-hmm. Please. Please. Give me a break. <laughs> Give me a break. If we're so like I
1: know. It's crazy. Mm-mm.
2: But you know what? I watch these comedians go in to like do their shows and stuff like that into just normal genres. Mm-hmm. And everybody's laughing. Yeah. Nobody's like like that ba- nobody's all up in arms over it. Right. It's just people trying to take our mm-hmm. free speech away.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: It's crazy. So <clears throat> Ross is no longer with us, friends. <gasps> <laughs> sorry did your pictures turn out good yeah can't wait to see them I bet you they were beautiful I never did any of that there is reasons <laughs> like you'll probably have that something like that you'll post it or you'll no, hang it no these will it. not be posted you won't okay you'll, you'll cause like didn't you. Katie do hers didn't Katie post hers or something hers were beautiful yeah, hers I mean gorgeous. the girl yeah. had twins I know yeah. she's her stomach was the only thing that got big Mm-hmm. And I mean, even her stomach looked look gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's perfect. Yeah. Now, I, on the other hand, carried my children <laughs> 35 weeks. I didn't even make it to 40. <laughs> and this girl, yeesh, <laughs> was not being seen naked, not being photographed naked, <laughs> not even going naked in the shower. <laughs> I wore, from top to bottom, a head full of clothes and showered above them. So disgusting. I didn't even want to see myself naked. It was not a pretty sight. So needless to say, I'm sure they'll be beautiful. Thank you. You're a gorgeous girl, which is awesome. You know, like, like you're just glowing. Mm -hmm. You're just the happiest little pregnant girl. I love that. She is. And I was a depressed manic. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hated being pregnant.
0: I mean, did you like being pregnant, Tracy? Um, yeah, I was sick a lot with the twins, oh. and then I don't know with Allison. I don't know. No, not really. I'm not. Like, I'm not a, I'm not it. like really? a joyful pregnant girl. I loved it. I you did. It. I believe I looked that. Terrible, but i loved it. <laughs> yeah, I looked terrible. I carried it in my face. Yeah, me
2: too. Yeah, I carried it in my face. I car- I carried it all over. It was not pretty. I was
0: not attractive. You know, you're so little though, too. You didn't have yeah. a lot of like space. No, and
2: I was always like numb from here Your ribs. down. Yeah, numb. Yeah, like I had no feelings so at all. Constipation did not help either. Ooh. No, Ooh. that's probably TMI. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, you didn't. Oh, Nothing my helped. Gosh. Nothing <laughs> helped. Trust me. Oh. That, no. <laughs> Clear no. out. Hershey Highway, no way. <laughs> no way. Not happening. Ew. Nope. Oh I'm just saying, it was, I was miserable. <laughs> miserable chick. Yeah. So, but I loved giving birth and I love the two I have. Yeah. So, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Um, so, Does anybody have anything to add before I go straight into a very intense topic?
0: (laughs) No, that was all I had for today. (laughs) Was just Ross.
2: Just Ross. Thank you. That was funny.
0: That was funny. That was
2: good. On my way here, I was teasing. Yeah.
0: I was like, "Ooh, (laughs)
2: that's why you. That's where you got. Oh yeah, hundred percent."
1: Take it a with it,
2: Tracy. Always.
1: Chris said, I didn't even know my wife was white. That's
2: crazy. <laughs> That's right. She hides it well, Chris.
0: She does.
2: You're in it. Just for the record, Chris, you're in an interracial relationship. In case I know you, you, you know. thought you were of one, but no, you're not. No. You're with Whitey. <laughs> Sorry. She's, she's pretty white.
0: She's very white.
2: She's a hot Whitey. But. She is. All righty. Oh, Let's go. Why do you think divorce rate is so high? It seems like there are as many Christians divorced as non believers. Is that true? Well, I actually have heard so many times that the statistics are the same or well, not actually the same. It's um like um I think it was like I, I the last time I heard it's like um uh, uh, non-Christians were at like a little over fifty percent And Christians were just below that, below the 50% thing. Now, I looked at two different statistical um, things. One was very sketch, I'll be honest with you. And the one that was sketch said that Christians are not like it. They're at 35% or across the board. The world itself is at 35% divorce rate. That is not true. I don't hardly know anybody that's not been divorced. Like if I, at least half of the people that I know in my life, I mean, would you agree or disagree about that? Yeah. I think
0: that it's a pretty high statistic. It is, for sure.
2: Yeah. Even in
0: the Christian world.
2: What? Even in the Christian world. Even in the Christian world. Yes. So that one, based on some of the things that this, and it was like one of the bigger ones to pay attention to. I was like, I don't think so. So I went to um, Barna. Mm-hmm. Barna is a big statistical. They, they do like, like all different kinds of things. They do Christian, non-Christian. What is the name of it? It's called Barna Group. Barna Group. If you can find, if you want to know a good statistic on anything, you go to the Barna Group, mm-hmm. and it's going to. But I think it's biblical. It's a it's a Christian based organization, if I remember correctly, because yeah, like they work with a lot a lot with um, Andrew Womack, okay. and he quotes them a lot okay. because they're such a reliable source. So, I think uh, when, after we look at these statistics, it's staggering. It's staggering, and it's very very sad. But you know, it's not surprising. Uh, because people, your yes isn't yes anymore and your no's not no anymore. And people are, if, if you look at how people live, let's say this, I'm big on this all the time and people make fun of me, but we're, we're to do everything in excellence, right? And, and your mm-hmm. word is your word. And it's it, and that's what everything's based on. My dad, when I grew up, he would used to say to me, uh, "Your word is all you have." At the end of the day, My, people have lots of money. Some people have no money, right? But if you tell somebody you're going to do something, you absolutely should do it. Your word is your word. Now, one of the great things, like um, the one of the great reasons, I think he was very dogmatic about that. I, I lived in a faith based home, right? And one of the reasons I think he was big on that is because words matter. Because, again, we talked about this on Wednesday. The world was formed with words, right? So words definitely matter. So if you tell somebody you're going to do something, you need to do it. Like if I backed out, like if I told somebody I was going to do something with them and I backed out on them, my dad would, (laughs) it was not pretty. My dad would be not happy with me. And it better be like, I was on death's door because he's like, your word is your word. You told them you were going to do something, then you need to do it. Even if it inconveniences you, you do it. And uh, that has stuck with me because there have been plenty of times that I have, I've said I wanted to do something, something else either better came along or something like I was tired or whatever, you know. But I didn't back out on it because I gave my word. Now, what I tend to do a lot now um, with maturity, as I always say, I'm not going to promise you, but what I'm going to say is I will try. I don't, unless I give my word. And here's the thing that, that a lot of people don't think matters is your word is so important because you believe your words. Whether you believe that or not, your words even matter to you. Because you know whether you take what you say seriously or not. So when you tell somebody you're going to do something and you know that if something else comes along or you're, you have a pattern of not following through, like you tell people that you're going to call them and you don't call them, right? That's a big common thing. You're going to call them. Or you tell them this is another big end, and I never promise this unless I do. And usually I stop right there and I do it. You're going to pray for them, right? People tell people all the time, "I'll I'll pray for you or I'll pray with you about that or I'll stand in agreement, and then they don't. Don't tell somebody you're going to pray and don't tell somebody you're going to stand in agreement. Don't do any of that unless you do it. Your words matter. In so much that you will believe what you say because you know your heart. You know if you're lax in things, and how you handle things. If your words, if what you, if when you give a commitment, either you are like, Neh. and 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 when I say ant, eh, not that you're an in eh, person, you're like not consistent with follow through. All right. So a a pattern begins, and you begin to realize you begin to live a life, and also. With that, how do I explain this? Let me let me explain. Let me see how I want to explain this because this is this is going to speak very profoundly to to people. Okay. When you don't follow through with your words and and you say you're going to do something and you don't do it. Eventually at some time at point, at some point you even believe that or you know that you're not true to your word. So your words don't hold a lot of value. They do it sometimes, and they, it's like a way of toss to and fro, right, which is James. In James it says, do not expect to receive anything. What happens when you need healing? Your words are not consistent. And so if you're not consistent in when you say something and you mean it and you have follow through with it, your yes is yes and your no is no, What happens when you need healing or someone you love needs healing? Your words haven't meant very much because you're not consistent. You're not consistent on follow through. So even you understand the value of your words. Your words are powerful. You believe you or you know that sometimes it's like people who are not honest, you grow a pattern of not being honest and you feel like, well, I'm not going to be honest about that because that might hurt their feelings. Words mean something. They matter. And so when you finally need to put faith into action and you haven't been consistent with your words, they matter. Because how do you, it's like James says, you're a toss, it's like it says in James, you're like a wave tossed to and fro. you, You know, you believe it, but you don't believe it. And it tells it that that scripture is very clear. It says, "Do not expect to receive anything." You, when you are double talking, you will eventually train yourself to be like that. Does that make sense at all to people? You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely,
0: 100. And then people don't okay. understand
2: why, when they when they're standing in faith for something, it doesn't come to pass. It's because your words hold no value. Yeah, at all. Yep. You tell people you're going to be on time at a, at a place, right? I'm going to be there at 8 o'clock. But you don't show up at 8 o'clock. You're fashionably late. Mm-hmm. You're party time late. Okay, well, if you tell somebody you're going to be there at 8 o'clock, you need to be there at 8 o'clock. And the reason you need to be there at 8 o'clock is so that your word has value. And the other thing is, is if something starts at a particular time, you need to honor the people that are having that thing at the particular time. Um, you do everything in excellence unto the Lord. Um, it's like church starting at, our church starts at 10.05. I hate that. It start, For me, started at 10 o'clock. Tom's like, I think Tom's kind of be, being funny about it, but he starts it at five because he believes everybody's going to be late, okay? Because they are. Because their word doesn't mean anything. If church starts at 10... This is the house of the Lord. Out of all the days of the week, you should start, you should be there at 10.05. That's what time church starts. You, you, people can't give God, can't be on time for God. They're like, well, the announcements. Who cares? Unto the Lord. Unto the Lord. You don't leave late and you don't leave early. You leave on time. You arrive on time and you leave when it's done. That's it. Give it to God. I mean, most people don't even give God any of the other six days of the week. They don't give him their full time. And all you're giving him is a short period of time on Sunday. You can't honor him being on time and then leaving after the service is completely over and not when you deem it that it's over for yourself. I just think words matter, and the reason why we have such a high divorce rate is because words don't matter. Covenants, contracts—they don't matter. If if somebody enters into a contract with a with um, a company, right? You hire a company to do something. You find somebody else who'll do it for cheaper. You signed on the dotted line that you're going to use them. Uh, or this used to happen in real estate. You sign with a realtor, and you now are like that guy will do it for cheaper but you signed with this this realtor. And so what you do is you try and find a loophole to get out of that contract. And so what happens is is that's how people their marital lives are. They're always looking for a loophole. Always looking for cuz the word means nothing. You've entered into a covenant. A covenant is actually a contract. And that contract is is with one another. And it's bound together by God himself. And what happens is people don't honor the contract and they don't honor the one that bound them. And then they wonder why things don't work out. If Satan is, is a great deceiver because he'll make you be, feel like eh, it's not that big of a deal. Everybody's, you know, people are falling out of love. It happens to everybody. There's probably somebody else better there out there for you. You kind of settled. Okay, Satan comes to steal, kill and destroy. And he will lie. He is the father of lies. And he will make you believe and deceive you into believing that everything you're feeling is accurate. And make that person that you're just growing, you know, that's starting to annoy you so much that you should toss them to the curb. But that's not life. That's not what the word says. And that's not the covenant that you made before the Lord. Even if you went to the justice of the peace, you still made a covenant. And it is between you and that person and God. Because the contract is marital. And it's, and it's God binding people together. So people don't look at it as permanent. They live by how they feel. And I'm just telling you, uh, it's great that Satan's cunning like this. Because what he's doing is he's making the fabric of the home and the family. Where it's so strained and so stretched. And there's a reason why cuz fathers are invaluable. They are. And if you can remo- remove the father uh from the household and make it, it, it the statistics show that fathers are the driving force in homes and the and the way that the children will go. You have uh you have a a woman who raises her children, the odds are very high that the young man will ha- have problems in school, uh, potential law enforcement issues, things like that. You have a girl be raised by her mother. There's a high probability of sexual promiscuity, um, uh, children out of wedlock, things like that. But you put a dad in the home raised by the dad, the mother's not there, but the father raises his children. Those statistics are like 20% versus 80%. 80% statistics showing that these things will happen with the mother. Like the kids won't even serve God, won't even go to church. You put the dad as the one raising the kids and the statistics flip. Like 20% they'll go to church. They'll, the girls will not become promiscuous. They won't have children out of wedlock. The son will do well in school, will find a great career. I mean, it's, it's, it's great. It's, it's staggering. So this is all a ploy as far as I'm concerned, by Satan himself, to ruin the, the, the family. And if you can destroy the family and the stability of it, then you can really do some major damage on on people um, serving, save, being saved, the whole nine. Fam- so many kids today don't even believe that um, when they get married, they'll stay married, that, there's, that they have a high probability of divorce. Some people won't get married because they're afraid of making that commitment and then getting divorced, being hurt. and theres It's just crazy. So let's look at these statistics. So the Barna Group, among all... So does that make sense, though, about words meaning something? Absolutely. And it totally and completely matters, mm-hmm. not just in marriage, but so many, uh, so many parts of, um, of us and each and every day walks, like from faith to relationships with our spouse, to friendships, to just acquaintances. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a fundamental fact, and it is something that I think people are very relaxed in when they're saying or giving their word or giving. Um, it, we all give our opinions, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. We're I'm great at giving my opinion, but follow through on making a commitment seems to be a whole different thing. So but that did make sense, correct? Yeah, it really did. That's good. Specifically about the faith though, yes. about believing for something when yeah. you say it and yeah. you believe it. Yeah. And sometimes that's where doubt and unbelief comes from. Right. Because you know that your words are flimsy.
0: Yeah. Luke six forty five is about the overflow of your heart. So put yourself on and let's
2: read that scripture. It's Luke. Correct. What is it? Luke
0: six forty five and the New King James Version is a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good, and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks.
2: Yeah, which is what I, I I use that scripture all the time, but really. I, I mean, everything's about the heart and we talk Everything. about that all the time, but, yep. what, but But pretty much that scripture is good, but it's not trying to convey what I'm trying to say, which I should have probably, I didn't think I'd go that route. So I probably should have found the scripture that goes with it, but or that would back me. But we all had, I can think about James. is James.
0: Yeah, that we had that one. One through or one, six through eight. I can read that one too. We put that in the um yeah, put that Logan one. and I read both that. did that. Um, but let him ask in faith with no doubting. For he who is double doubts is like the wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. And then seven and is how that is that's where the man should expect King nothing. James. Yeah, sorry. I'm I'm in the um, let me go back to For that Facebook. man should we... Uh, For let not that man suppose that he will re- will receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. In all
2: they do. In all they do. So that's the point. Right. That's why that scripture keeps coming to my brain. Yeah. It's yeah. Because everything you do, yep, it's not consistent. Right. You're not faithful with your word. Right. Your word. You're yeah. not faithful with what you say you will do. Right. And it's, it's, it's very, very important. Somebody said that to me one Mm -hmm. time, which I'm grateful that I had the dad that I had. And he really, like, that's one of the reasons I think that I don't quit. Because if I say I'm going to do something, absolutely do it. I will kill myself until Mm -hmm. I am not, not doing it. Um, Or until the Lord releases me. Because your words matter. Your word matters. Mm -hmm. If you say you're going to do something, you better daggum do it. Mm -hmm. That's how it is. And um, again, scripture, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Because the rest of that, nobody ever listens. For anything more than this is from the evil one is what it says. So let your yes be yes and your no be no. Mm -hmm. For anything more than this is from the evil one. So when you don't do what you say you're going to do, Mm -hmm. or you, um, like a prayer bothers me. I'm going to just, lots of people will say, I'm going to pray for you or I'm going to, They don't pray Right They don't pray That bothers me Because somebody You've told somebody You're going to do something And they're counting on you Mm -hmm. To do it with them Right Like I literally stop What I'm doing I'm like I'll forget So I'm going to stop right right now And in the name of Jesus And then I I pray over it Because it matters It does What you say Matters Right And it's And then when you need Your words to come back Mm -hmm. And them mean something For healing for your body Guess what Mm -hmm. They're not Right Doubt and unbelief because you've trained yourself that your word doesn't matter. Right. So let's look at this per Barna group. And that's one of the reasons, again, I believe we don't have, we have a high level of divorce. But it says among all adults 18 and older, three of, out of four, this is three out of four, 73% have been married. So that just goes to show you, that's crazy. Yeah. So uh, among 18 and older, 3 out of 4 of these people have been married. Half, 51%, are currently married that does not include the 3% who are presently separated from their marriage partner. Among those who have been married, more than 1 out of every 3, which is 35%, have also been divorced. 1 out of every 5 adults. 1 out of every 5 adults, 18%. Who have ever been divorced has been divorced multiple times. Mm-hmm. I believe it. And we wonder why our kids are screwed up. <laughs> yeah. Because people make a mistake, get divorced, and, and make a mistake in picking the right person the first time.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And then they, instead of saying, okay, I'm not going to do this again, either I'll be single for the rest of my life. Right. Or I'm going to pick yeah. wisely right. the next time. hmm they just go out and marry the same kind of person as they same just divorced. Same person, yep. yep. And then they wonder, why is this happening? Right. Why, is this, why am I in this situation all over again? Because you're a Nimrod. You pick the same person. Mm-hmm. People just don't look at it. They mm-hmm. get lonely, so they're hoping it'll just work out. Be lonely. <laughs> you can do bad by yourself. You don't need to do bad with somebody else. Oh, my gosh. Not cool. Um, So that 18% that have been married or divorced multiple times, that represents 7% of all Americans who have been married. The average age at which people first dissolve their initial marriage tends to be in the early 30s. So by their early 30s, they're divorced. Almost half of all married boomers, so almost half of all baby boomers, Mm Which is 46% have already undergone a, marriage, uh, a divorce. 46%. Boomers are virtually certain to become the first generation for which a majority experienced a divorce. Before that, it wasn't the majority getting divorced. But the majority now from the baby boomers past, which would be like mine, Vanessa's, Tracy's, mm-hmm. Logan, Norma, which Norma's so young, most people aren't getting married at her age, but still. All of them are, will follow suit. The majority of them will be divorced. This is, this is where it gets interesting. Born-again Christians have the same likelihood of divorce as non-Christians. Among married born-again Christians, 35% have experienced a divorce, And that figure is identical to the outcome among married adults who are not born again, 35%. So, this is – but, okay, so you sit there and go, 35%? They're both the same? 35%? That's crazy. There's a reason. Because Barna – George Barna is the name of the person who owns or who has the Barna Group. So – He says, the one reason why the divorce statistics among non-born again adults is not higher is that a large proportion of that group cohabitates, Mm -hmm. effectively sidestepping marriage and divorce altogether. So they're living together. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So if they were married, it'd be even higher for them. Right. So that's one of the reasons why we're equal Mm -hmm. because most Christians don't live together. I mean, I have known some, but they aren't Christians. They're not saved because they're living together. So you're not saved. Yeah. Well, you weren't calling yourself a Christian, though, at the time. No. Were you calling yourself? You couldn't have been, though. You know that now, right? Yeah. I know
1: I know whatever I thought I was doing was so far off. But you like knew be- that. Like, I believed in Jesus, but I did not have a relationship with yeah. him. And that's different.
2: Yeah. So. Well, which a lot of people, that's the problem. There's a lot of people who believe in Jesus. They mm-hmm. believe in God. Yeah but Absolutely. they don't have the relationship with him. It's like the scripture says, or the, not scripture. That's why there's a lot of people um, who will say on that day, Lord, Lord, mm-hmm. yeah. because they believed in him, mm-hmm. but they never gave their life to him. They never let him be the Lord of their life. Yeah. That's one of the reasons sometimes when I do the salvation, um, I try and never do do it the same. I always try and think of it differently. <laughs> How do I say this differently? Because if you repetitively say the same sinner's prayer, mm-hmm. it becomes so mundane that people just say it yeah. and it means nothing to them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want it to be mundane. I want people to actually understand what you're confessing, mm-hmm. what you're saying, you know? And for me, I've heard the sinner's prayer so often that I'm kind of like, sometimes I stumble because I'm like, how do I say this differently? so that people who have said this before maybe understand the decision they're making this time. Yeah, Because you do. You get to say things over and over again. Mm-hmm. That it becomes nothing. It just becomes words on a page. Mm-hmm. It really should penetrate the heart. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is most people, when they get saved, do they understand they're making him Lord of their life, which means now you don't get to tell yourself what you get to do. That's why I always say, Lord, whatever you say, I will, whatever you s- tell me to do, I will do. Whatever you say not to do, I won't do mm-hmm. because people need to understand. And I probably will never change that in my salvation because people need to understand. You don't get to tell yourself what to do anymore. Mm-hmm. He tells you what to do. You'll like some things, you won't like other things. Mm-hmm. You'll love some things, and then you'll be bummed on other things. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is once, like the things that you'd be bummed on, you'll be like thanking God that you didn't end up doing it because you're like, oh, man, I had no idea. I've lived this life of a, of a sinner that so long that I feel like I'm doing without. But then you realize, oh, man, life is so much better not doing that thing right. that I thought I'd be bummed out about, yep. you know? Yep. Um, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But um, so let's see. So among born-again adults, 80%, so by, uh, among saved adults, 80% have been married compared to just 69% among the non-born-again uh, segment. If, so that just shows you the difference in, in the statistics. You go from 80 to 69%. If the non-born-again population were to marry at the same rate as the born-again group, it is likely that their divorce statistics would roughly be at 38%, not, 30, like thir- not at 35 Marginally higher than that among the born-again group, but still surprisingly similar to the magnitude. So again, it's a little bit more, and we're slightly less. Probably, but here's what broke my heart. This, I mean, this really, this is not good, guys. So, denominational affiliation: Catholics were substantially less likely than Protestants to get divorced twenty five percent versus thirty nine. Mm-hmm. Catholics don't even get yep. divorced.
0: Yep, me too.
2: Among the large, largest Protestant groups, those most likely to get v- divorced. So among the Protestant, you know, we're like Protestants, right? Pentecostals have the highest mm-hmm. divorce rate, 44%. Mm-hmm. Pentecostals. Yeah, I believe it. It's because you know why? Yeah, go ahead. Pentecostals live by emotionalism yep. sometimes. Amen. They That's go it. by their feelings. Yep.
0: Woo! Yeah. Uh, yeah. Woo! Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it becomes a pride issue.
2: They don't understand. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why, Tom, we're big on experiencing the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. which we weren't uh, right. up until Pastor Rodney, right? But yeah. we're big on experiencing the Holy Spirit. Um, but that's one of the reasons th- reason why Tom preaches a practical life right.
0: uh, application
2: Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of times if you go into a Pentecostal churches, it's mm-hmm. all about the hype, right? It's all about getting to your next best thing. Yeah. Okay. How do you get there? Right. No one ever tells you, but they'll just hype you up, hype yeah. you up, hype yeah. you up. Yeah. And now I'm all for hype. Right. Okay. Right. But at some point, real life sets in. Mm-hmm. And you got to learn how to live that life Mm -hmm. as a solid, sold-out believer, one that is not driven by their emotions and their feelings. Paul said he learned to be content in all his ways, Mm -hmm. in plenty and in want. And in both those ways, he learned to be content. He was stable. We as believers have to learn no matter where we're at in life, no matter what we're experiencing at all times— we are balanced.
0: Right.
2: We, do not, we are not moved. We are not shaken. Like, we are strong in the Lord mm-hmm. and in the power of His might. Whatever you throw at me, God's got it. The victory is mine, and you're not going to drop me to my knees, and I'm going to be walking through a valley. Okay? The mm-hmm. valley is not a valley unless I make it be a valley, because all things are possible so to um, those who believe. Yep. And He can... Take you right back up to the mountain. But you shouldn't ever be longing for the mountaintops either. (laughs) Right. Okay. You need to learn to just be like a steady stream. In the highs and the lows. You love them both. But no matter what comes your way. Steady stream. Otherwise, you'll be one of the 44%. Mm -hmm. Driven by your feelings. Feelings are liars. (laughs) They are liars. Mm -hmm. Don't live by your feelings. (laughs) They will lie to you. What? They're gas. <laughs> they're, uh, the, per my husband, they're gas. They're liars, though. They're liars. Amen. We don't live by yep. how we feel. Yep. We live by the word of God and what it tells us. Right. Um, yeah. But Presbyterians, yeah. Presbyterians have us beat. They have only 20 per, 28%.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And everybody looks down at these, these uh, denominations. hmm And I'm not saying they they got it all going on. But in this aspect of things... Right.
0: They got us beat yeah. by a lot, yeah, so hope, what do you think about somebody that went through a divorce but had no choice in it because that happens the- to a
2: lot of people, like yeah. if you're like listen, cheating is at an all time high I, I I was just um, I'm painting my house, right, mm-hmm. so yesterday um, I actually I actually took a day off, yeah. which i hadn't done it in a long time, not. I, I don't feel like I, I work. I love what I do. So I wasn't like, but I had to get some stuff done. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a day off. I'm painting and I'm literally doing some detail. And I remember thinking to myself, like, not that it would ever happen, but I was thinking about how Tom said that he could never like commit adultery because he can't handle two relationships. So yeah. funny. Which is stinking funny. But I thought to myself, if he did have a, an affair, I'm not staying. Mm-hmm. There ain't no way. That would have been his choice to make that decision, which would have caused me to have to make a choice and me have to make a decision. And sometimes, and sometimes what happens is, like I've known, like I knew a a, a, a couple, um, no one in this room, I knew a couple that they weren't saved or anything like that. He was having an affair, I think with somebody he worked with, and... um. Man, she was, you might have been around Vanessa at this time because she was coming to our ladies' Bible study. It was when um, Candace did the ladies' Bible study. And um, Candace had really made an impact on this woman. Um, And so um, she would just cry every time she came in because even though he had had an affair and it was still in the midst of the affair, she was trying to become the woman that he so longed for her to be. Do you remember her? It was heart wrenching. She wanted to stay married to that guy. Guess what? He divorced her. <laughs> he left her for the other woman. You just sit there and go, like, what do you do with that? Uh, you, you suck it up because that's what you're gonna have to deal with. And this is, and she had kids, and that's one of the reasons why she didn't want to get divorced because she nice. really didn't want another woman in their life. Mm-hmm. I don't blame her for that. Mm-hmm. I'd like pound, pound somebody's face in. The old hope would come mm-hmm. alive. Mm-hmm. It would not be pretty. It would be ugly. Yeah. So I'm just saying, in that case, Tracy, Mm. like, what do you do? You like you, you're, you're now in God's hands and you're going to have to like really trust and trust him through this whole entire process Mm -hmm. because there was nothing that lady could do. In which she's not, I, I don't even think she's saved. And I don't think she was saved mm-hmm. through that. I mean, she was, she, I think she was trying to find God. Yeah. I'm looking at Vanessa just so you know. Uh, mm-hmm. I was thinking she was trying to find God through that whole thing because they weren't saved up to that point. I remember her saying that. I don't know if she ever really got saved, but I know that that group, we as women, were something that she found comfort in because we gave her the word and we gave her mm-hmm. hope through the word. Now, whether she took it or not is another thing it's just like uh, jesus healed all the, all went into the towns and healed so many people that they didn't get saved mm-hmm. they found comfort in the healing and 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 the, and what his presence brought and i think that's the same thing with us i think we, she found comfort in this the the um presence of the holy spirit but it wasn't anything that she really stuck to but that's what I think, Tracy. Why did somebody ask yeah. that question?
0: There's there's some comments about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: There's no you have no choice. That's the mm-hmm. that's the bad part. Yeah. But I will tell you this: like Tom and I both have said, you cheat, mm-hmm. we gone. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. Not that we would, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. Yep. I'm, homie, don't play that. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, I'm I'm like worthy that. of being faithful to. Right. Yep. Amen. You get me. You get a prize. Oh my gosh! And if that prize ain't good enough for you, well, that's okay. We'll move on. Thank God I don't have to worry about I that know. because apparently he can't handle two relationships. <laughs> What's hilarious is like he doesn't do anything. I know. <laughs> Whatever.
0: Yeah. He has a mental capacity. Yeah. He doesn't. No, he
2: really like he's
0: a simple person because he knows like beside like not you, but other women like what they need to fill their cup. And he's like, oh, I, I can not even imagine. Enough, yeah, right. And, and you're I
2: easy. am. I, I am very, very. I'm a very independent person. Right. right. And, and most women he's, aren't. A very, he's a very independent person, too. Like right. we, we so enjoy each other. Like we spend a lot of time together. But I'm just saying like, we're in, in the midst of all of that. We're yeah. very independent. But he's so simple. Right. He's a simple person. Like Jerry said to, to me today on the phone, hey, if you guys want to go out to dinner, I'm like, I don't think I could get Tom to go out to a restaurant. <laughs> he likes just the same old thing every single day. All he, he has right now, I told him, I said he has a formula right now. Yeah. And he walks by that formula and he's seen great success spiritually, yeah. Bis- yeah. Uh, professionally, the whole thing. Yeah. But it's like, he's mm-hmm. a very simple man. Yeah. <laughs> How could he meet anybody unless it's out in the woods on a trail? Oh, my gosh. On the road. Because he really doesn't leave the house it's unless true. it's for the podcast in church. Yeah. yeah. There's no way he would meet somebody. It's true. He doesn't mm-hmm. go anywhere. He did say he was going to try and be a better friend.
0: Yeah. I think that was like, that was so a of a, I think it was a prank. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think he was pranking Jeff. Yeah. Well, Jeff doesn't. Jeff is about
2: as easy as like Tom. To of- like Jeff requires nothing, <laughs> right? Exactly. Like the man is about as simple as simple can be. <laughs> it's true. True. Yeah, he's not a complicated <gasps> individual. No. Nope. He just life is just yep. simple. Yeah. There are some people, and I let. Hey, listen. There are some people that are not simple, and I. And they're not that they're complicated. But they're vivacious. They're like, you know, they want to be in the mix. Yeah. I love all of that. Yeah. I'm not married to a guy that's like that right. at all. Right. Yeah. But I I find I I think guys like that are super awesome too. Yeah. Like I find them to be, you know, <laughs> just need a little
0: more TLC. That's all.
2: <laughs> they need a little more TLC, but there's something special about that too. It's it like It is. Yeah. yeah. No,
0: there is. They for they sure. they're, the, they're,
2: the, they're the spice. They are. Very spicy. Yeah, a
0: little, they're a yeah. little spicy.
2: I like that. <laughs> I'm not married to one. He's not spicy at all. Yeah. He's about as white bread as it gets. Oh, my gosh. Like, even when he gets sick. He's Wonder
1: Bread. Yeah, I'm he is Wonder bread. Wonder
2: bread, like, off the charts. I'm he's so not weak. He's Wonder. Oh, he doesn't even, like, he gets sick. Oh my he, my doesn't even, he doesn't even really want anybody around. Not yeah. that he's mean. He's right. like, I'm all right. You can leave me in here to die. I'll be <laughs> all right. No, he's not saying that. But he's literally, like, <laughs> yeah. In there with his scripture cards, praying, right. doing his doing his thing, so he gets better. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't need it. He's not like, will mm-hmm. you hold my hair while I throw up? Right. <laughs> he's just like, I'm fine. Yeah, he's just like very independent, very right. low right. key, low maintenance, right. simple individual. So
0: aside from an affair, let's say you just get left. Like what? What about this? That's spouse, that just, Right. That's
2: the Bible says that you can remarry and. Mm-hmm. That's life. And I feel bad that when that happens to mm-hmm. people, and it does. Yeah, it does. It does happen. Like, yeah. they say they're going to Seven Eleven and they never come back. I mean, hello. Yeah. yeah. So what do they do? You got to move on. Yeah. Move on and find somebody new. Fall in yeah. love you're free. with
1: Jesus. Well,
2: that, yeah, obviously that. You dig into your <laughs> relationship because oh. that's the only way you're going to get over it. <laughs> right. But I'm right. just saying, on the whole, yeah. See, so what, you know what I think is so tough about divorce that I think people forget is that, like, when you lose your spouse, like, I will not, I will not name names. I won't make this relevant to me personally, right? I'll say it like this, because I don't want to expose anybody, but. The thing is, is when you get, uh, when you are married and you make that commit to to the person, right? And you're in a lovingly committed relationship. And the other person now decides that they don't want the same thing you do, right? So they either get involved with somebody or they just up and say, I'm out of here, right? That is like someone a spouse passing right because you envisioned and maybe you were with this person for a very very long time years maybe 10 20 30 I've known people 30 plus years and then getting divorced um the thing is that what makes it different like it is very much like a death Mm
1: -hmm.
2: like your spouse has passed away So when my mom, when my dad passed away, my mom didn't really have any say in his passing, right? He Mm -hmm. just suddenly was here and then he was gone. Basically how he said he was going to go is exactly how he went, Mm -hmm. how he proclaimed it. Words matter. Mm -hmm. And he got exactly how he wanted it. He did. Gone here one second, gone the next, didn't even feel a thing. Like Mm -hmm. totally, totally a peaceful passing. Um, So my mom didn't have – so she had to go through the mourning of the loss, right, of my dad passing away. Here's the difference between somebody passing away and mourning their loss versus somebody who is married to somebody, still engaged, still wants to be married to that individual, but the other individual says, no, I don't want you, I want somebody else, or no, I don't even want to be married anymore. Mm -hmm. They've made the decision – now you have the loss and you mourn that individual who you thought you spend the rest of your life with. What hurts the worst about that is they've rejected you. Mm-hmm. See, my dad, when he passed, he had no say in it. Mm-hmm. So my dad didn't reject my mom. Right. He was just gone because it was his time that he, you know, he believed. He literally said, I'm ready to go whenever God's ready to take me. So he went, right? When somebody still loves somebody and wants to make that relationship work and the other person is saying, no, I don't want you, or no, I don't want to be married, I don't even want to be married to you, like, now you're faced not only with the loss and the mourning of the loss, but the rejection or betrayal and rejection Mm. from that individual. That's a tough pill to swallow. Very tough. Because all of it's a loss. Yeah. Yep. Divorce is worse, though, in my opinion, Mm. because... People have, like, you're, you can make somebody feel like they're so valuable, or you can make them feel like they're this big. Mm-hmm. And when you, and you better make sure when you get married that you really are ready to be married, or this is really the right person, or God has told you they're the right person. Because if you later on decide that they're not the right person and you want to divorce them and you don't want to be in that relationship anymore, it's just not for you you like somebody else, remember what you're doing to them because you're now going to affect their self-esteem, affect their self-worth. I mean, outside of God himself helping them through that, which he will have to, mm-hmm. you are destroying somebody's countenance, their spirit, their soul. And that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And people just walk away like it's nothing. Right. Or they flirt and they talk to somebody else like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like the person that they have committed themselves to for the rest of their life is like, yeah, I just don't feel like it anymore.
0: Because mm-hmm. they've already grieved it. What? Is they, that? They've already grieved that loss, the person that's leaving. So it's like at the point where they finally admit that they're done. Like there's no feelings anymore. Well, they don't even like
2: that person anymore, so they really don't even care about them. Yeah, they don't. I don't even know yeah. if they've even ever grieved it. Yeah, to be perfectly honest, this I think a lot of people are so selfish. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, self consumed. Yeah. Yes. They never even took consideration of the other person's feelings because yeah. really all all that matters is what they want, right. how they That's very feel. True. That's it. Yeah and you're just going to have to pick up the pieces sweetie yeah and deal with it that's cuz that's just how it is no you pick up the pieces <laughs> cuz you know what you're reaping you sow yeah and whatever it's you gonna... do is mm-hmm. coming
0: back absolutely
2: i hope it's worth it
0: mm-hmm. cuz
2: it may not be in this lifetime yeah but it's coming back and it will come back yeah either through a marriage they get remarried and then that person treats them just mm-hmm. the way they got treated <laughs> yep or they do it again to somebody else. and But eventually, you're going to be hurt by somebody that you truly care about and you truly love. And it could be your kids, you know, mm, because yeah. you do their, their parent dirty. Let's say a woman goes out and she has an affair and she treats the father like dog crap. And then the kids believe her that he's... Like this horrible human being, you know how parents pit uh-huh. kids against each That's other, and so the father's having to walk through this whole mess, right? Of rejection. Now his kids think he's one thing, mm-hmm. and because the mother's justifying her actions and her behaviors, what happens is those kids grow up, yeah, truth is revealed at some point, everything comes to the light. Mm-hmm. Even when you want to make cuz it's mm-hmm. it, it's the word is clear. Anything you want to hide in the dark will be brought to the light. It does. It may take a while, but it does. And so when that does, all that you've done and all that you think that you you, you know this fold and this love that you've created and this bond that you have will be ripped from you. Yeah. Cuz kids eventually realize, hey, that's not all that Mom said, mm-hmm. and now you're going to have to deal with the rejection of your own kids, mm-hmm. and that might be more hurtful and, and more heartbreaking than anything you could have done to their father. It does happen. It happens more with women, though. No, that's not true. because about- men men get cheated on mm-hmm. all the time. They do. women, it used to be It used to be men cheated on women all the time yeah. but now I think it's not that way I think because I, I, I hear stories of men being cheated on almost as much as I hear women being cheated on yeah me too it's so sad mm-hmm. me too because you know I don't know yeah that's enough of that I didn't even get to any other questions
0: just the one there was a lot of comments so that was good
2: so my apologies for that <laughs> we'll start the other questions next uh, next week if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, today's your day. Or if you've walked away, today's your day. And listen, if you're going through heartbreak and hurt, or you've done some heartbreak and hurt, like God is great. He's a redeemer, He's a restorer, He's a fixer upper. Let him do that for you today. So we're gonna pray for people who've been through divorce or been rejected or whatever. We'll pray for you, but we're at the end of the day gonna pray for th- those who need him to be their Lord and Savior. So let's start out with I'm gonna pray for everyone who's walked through the situation and then the next thing is we're gonna go and do the sinner's prayer. Okay, we're gonna make it short, sweet, because I'm four minutes over. Is that correct? Yeah. Four minutes yeah. over. So let's get rolling on this right now. Not that Jesus needs to be pressed and fast, but I know we got things to do, so Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now. And Lord, I know that this issue is one that is uh, just based on the statistics. It's very common. It's very normal. It should not be. Um, when Jesus walked this earth, He clearly said in His Word, uh, in the Word that um, which is Him, uh, that. He did not want people to um, be divorced or to um, for it to really be an option. But the two um, options that are um, there are for um, people who are abandoned and people who have been um, caught in, in adultery. So, Father, I just speak to um, women and men who have experienced this, that have faced faced rejection, faced the mourning and the loss of a, a someone who's decided that. They no longer want the relationship, the marriage, um, and they are walking away. I ask that you would heal the hearts. I ask that you would uh, create a resolve um, inside of each and every single one of them. Allow them to understand and know who they are in Christ. That their self-esteem, their soul, and their spirit would be renewed and redeemed. And, Lord, let them know beyond a shadow of a doubt they are a woman or they are son and daughter of the living God. No one can compare. No one can do anything justice to who you are and who you are to them. And let them walk with their head high. And that, that rejection is not anything that has to do with them. It has everything to do with the individual who did the rejecting and the life that they are in the midst of. Their fruit stinks. It's bad. It has nothing to do with them. So let them not carry that weight. Not Let them carry that shame because Through you and in you, they are all that they need to be for someone else. And I ask that that, all those shackles and all all that heaviness be just taken and broken off of them right now in the name of Jesus. Walk in freedom, walk in peace, and walk in joy. Jesus' mighty name. If you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, just say this prayer with me right now. Heavenly Father, I thank you for what you did on that cross. I thank you for giving up your life. For me, God, I thank you. You sent your son, your one and only son so that I might have life and live it abundantly here on earth, but also for eternity. I give you my life. I ask you to forgive me of my sin. I thank you, Lord, that whatever you say to do, I will do. Wherever you say to go, I will go. You are the Lord of my life from this point forward. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you for saying that prayer. Have a fantastic weekend. Uh, Hopefully we see you on Sunday. If you don't live in the area, please, please, please join us on Sunday. We'd love to see you. Come and meet us. You got Vanessa. You got Logan. You got Tracy. Find one of us. Say hey. We love you. Thank you for joining in today. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Hey, Madeline's job school did not get out on time. She's not even going to be home until 4.45. We are open to coming down. Oh, my God. Real Talk.